straight up debt the fuck out. The rest of these tight ends, they what the fuck they out there doing, man. They're terrible. You know what? This is what I don't get. The NFL devalued the 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 running back, but they take it. They took Kyle Pitts top five. The Atlanta Falcons did. Dog, that's it. I ain't want to talk about Kyle Pitts. I'm so glad I didn't draft Kyle in anything. Like there was, I had a few opportunities, and I was like, nah, I ain't gonna draft him. You know, Quiet has kept since <clears throat> the Falcons drafted him when they did. I never once I saw how how they took him, I knew I could never draft him in fantasy. Why is that? Because there's only two ways it's going to work out. He's either going to be Travis Kelsey and I'm going to eat some crow, or he's not going to live up to what he's supposed to. And everyone's going to say the, the draft, the draft capital that that was given up versus production ain't equal, ain't equal in a TE one. It's, it's it was an unfortunate sad, situation man. he was drafted to. Him and Drake London. Arthur Smith, you're a criminal. You know you should be coaching the offense of the fucking what? Baltimore Ravens. Hendrick, stop. Dog, I have Drake London in one league. Ugh. I you know what? When I drafted him, what? I was Hend- like, Hendricks, Hendricks a real one. But um, yeah, I drafted Drake London. I thought I had a steal, and now it's like oh, I'm trying to get a, get this man off my team. I need the roster spot for someone who who want to play. Listen. What? <laughs> Hendrix. Hendrix got a lot to say tonight. Childish, since you want to be childish. Hendrix got a lot to say. Since you want to be childish. Listen, what were we talking about? Remind me again. We were talking about um Kyle Pitts and Drake Kyle. London. Oh, yeah. Listen, in any league where I got Kyle Pitts, well, no, any league I got Drake London in, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm dropping him. I'm at this what listen, I'm only in two dynasty leagues. Mm-hmm. I started thinking about this earlier. I'm only in two dynasty leagues. No more of this, oh, I don't want to drop dude. Like, I'm afraid. Listen, I'm in nine leagues. I only have winning records in three of them. Now, granted, these are all three and one teams, but I have a lot of one and two teams or one and three. Wait. Three. Yeah, one and three or two and one or oh and yeah. three. Or, you know, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of, I got a good number of one and three teams, a couple of two and two teams, and only, th- listen. I'm not playing no more games. If it's not in Dynasty and you're not producing or I don't see the vision in your season, I'm getting you the fuck up out of here, dog. Dog, I um and I and we'll talk about Dynasty I'm so later. confused on what the fuck is going on, bro. I mean, no, I'm not, but what the fuck is going on? T Higgins. He gets a mulligan. T Higgins. He gets a mulligan. I want to talk. I just want to talk. It might be time to fight T. Higgins. What is going on? Joe Burrow. Dog. I'm so glad I picked up Jordan Love in a lot of these leagues where I where I took you. This is criminal activity. Criminal activity. Yes. I don't get it. The fuck's going well, Joe's on? Joe's hurt. We got 10 Joe's weeks hurt. of regular season fantasy football left. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to let you know that. Let's just say I put in a total of around five, six hundred in fantasy. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we might be in the fucking red. We might be in no, the you're fucking do- red. Well, what's the winner of our redraft league on ESPN? What's the winner get? Because you're doing great in that. I think it's 500. 
Okay, so you'll get you'll get a, a good chunk of it back because I feel like you're going. Yeah, five hundred and two hundred is the pots in that one. Listen, that team's that team's doing pretty well. I mean, that team's doing pretty well. It's funny enough, Greg is hitting me. I hit up Greg earlier trying to make a trade because I'm trying to get some running back depth. And as you can, and we're talking about a redraft league here. As you can tell, yep, my redraft league is built around that team is built around two players. Who do you think those two players are? Oh, let me go to your team real quick. I was looking at my team in just disappointment. Come on. Let me see. Your team is built around Stefan Diggs, of course, uh, and Josh Allen. Yeah. The stack. So I hit up Greg trying to get Kyron Williams because a few weeks ago he was interested in T. Higgins. I probably should have took the bait. A few weeks ago he was interested in T. Higgins. I told him no. I wanted to get T. Higgins some time. Today I came back to him and said, my brother, you are 0-4. Let me give you some wide receiver depth. So I sent him a few options, most of which trying to get Kyron Williams. And now he said that the price of Kyron Williams and Devin Achaney has gone up. Yet he's 0-4, and, and this is – these. Uh, listen. He, that man shoot himself in the foot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm just trying to avoid last place in that league. Got to win. So this is what – this is my thing in a lot of these redraft leagues, maybe more so than dynasty leagues. Redraft leagues, you do want depth, but you only want depth for bye weeks. After that, yeah, your 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 top guys are your top guys. So yep. it kind of never benefits you to have too much depth in a redraft league because now you're kind of handcuffing your like you should have a, yep. a consistent group of maybe like I don't know however many players your starting lineup plus like three or four reserves that that's your bench like that like a basketball team cut your lineup short. Yeah. I've never understood in the redraft league trying to have extra extra depth because like who the what are you doing with? So I've always thought people do that, especially when they get terrible draft spots. They do that and try to use them as trade chips, which is kind of what I'm doing in certain leagues. But I drafted towards the middle, a few back ends. It's funny that my my teams that I drafted with the tenth and twelfth pick, I'm. 10 and one. I mean, I'm three and one and three and one in both of those leagues. Oh, you get, you get, you get to get, you have the opportunity to get two solid. You don't get one elite, but you get two solid starters. If you play it right. Like I did that. And I, like an idiot drafted Saquon and Nick Chubb. So, I mean, I drafted uh, in one league, I drafted Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. Then in another league. Yeah. That was our league, right? Yeah. And then yeah. in another league, I took uh, um, CeeDee Lamb and Devonte Adams. Oh, and, that's solid. And then I stumbled upon Kyron Williams. So that already kind of made up my RB1 already. Um, I'm in one league, an old work league from my days, you know, when I worked in college athletics. Mm-hmm. I've sucked in that league every year. And now I'm throttled. Like I'm beating the piss out of everyone. It's no money. <laughs> it's like we just play for fun. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, no one picked up Puka. Like two weeks ago, so he's my flex. Like I've been beating the piss out of everybody. Listen, do you remember after when we came back and I was telling you about I lost a matchup uh, because the Bills couldn't cover a punt? Yes, that loss is going to haunt me all season because I am one in three in that league. But if I like, if I if I that's the league where I'm I'm trying to make the deal for uh, David Montgomery and Evan. I got you. So, like, that's a league where my starter is Lamar Jackson. Uh, my RBs are Alexander Madison and um, fucking 
Miles Sanders, and Raheem Mostert. Um, but my wide receivers are Tyreek Hill, Puka, Garrett Wilson, um, Garrett Wilson, T. Higgins, uh, Christian Kirk, Zay Flowers. So I have this very solid wide receiver room, but I need to I need to get a, a running back one, or I'm going to be in trouble for a very long time. Yeah. So I did, I forgot about Zay. Would you would would you trade Zay for David straight up? Zay Flowers for David Montgomery in a redraft league. I don't know if see. So it's funny. It, trade trade, and I want to hear your opinion on this. Trade discussions okay. are very dependent on the league. Yes, because a lot of people let the league's perception dictate certain trades when they make them. And so depending on what type of league that is. Mm -hmm. So like in this particular league, people, the people would rather not trade and avoid getting quote unquote, getting the bad side of a deal versus taking mm -hmm. the chance in trading to just to say, fuck it. So, no, I don't think he would take that deal just because I don't think he would want to hear about. He saw Raheem Mostert and he said, I am very interested. And in my mind, I said, what? Okay. I mean, I was like, okay. Let's see. Let me see. I'm, I'm putting it in the, the trade analyzer now. Let's see, David Montgomery for Zay Flowers, straight up redraft, PPR 1QB. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, David Montgomery is 10 points. That more, you know, valued by ten more points. Now, try one of those trades I sent you in that in our and when I was texting. I think one was a. Uh, yeah, you know, let's 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 throw this on the screen. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's up, Bam? So I'll read out Bam's note. Bam says, uh, "I remember when I stumbled upon Karen Williams and dropped him before the rookie bag, uh, fumble, a rookie draft fumbled." Whew, Bam. Not, not hold on, let me let me not, let me not your not story. your best work, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Speak On It episode 117. I am the bro with the fro, and you know when you hear me, we got to go and talk about some things. The brother himself, Los D Mix, joined by the smoothest bald head on the East Coast, Mr. Danny okay. Ocean himself. Danny, talk talk to the people while you while you pull this up. Yeah. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I feel like this is starting to becoming a thing of the show. We open each show with like a trade analyzer and we analyze a trade, whether it's between us, whether it's for the league or for you. So here we go. We got it up. Let me share my screen right. again. So ladies and gentlemen, to give some context in a 10 team PPR league, I am one in three, but if I read you my roster, this is not a one and three roster. So I need some RB depth because my wide receiver room, which includes Tyreek Hill, Puka Nakua, uh, Garrett Wilson, T. Higgins, Zay Flowers. I need to, I need to, I need to offload a few of them so I can move away from my RBs because my current RBs are Alexander Madison, Miles Sanders, Raheem Mostert. Um, it's, it's, so this is, it's rough. So this is the first trade you sent me. So you will be giving up Dallas Goddard. Raheem Mostert and Miles Sanders, and you will be receiving David Montgomery mm -hmm. and Evan Ingram. Yes, and so for our listeners, what Danny is reading are proposed trades that I, from me to the person who has um, uh, Evan Ingram and David Montgomery. 
So the trade analyzer says that you would lose that trade by a significant margin. Okay. What you could do, it looks like, is trade. Yeah, maybe miles for David straight up. So in their mind, David Montgomery's point value is 46. Raheem is 47. Miles is 47. I'm curious to know which of the deals that I sent over would probably be viewed as the best. Let's see. Let's put another one. So the second one was you would get Evan Ingram and David Montgomery, but you'd be giving up Garrett Wilson, Raheem Mostert, and Dallas. Yep, same thing. Mm. It's saying do not make this trade. So let's do the last one. Let's see. So you'd be getting Najee Harris along with David and, and Evan Ingram. Najee. And you would be giving up Dallas, T. Higgins, Raheem. Oh, did I get? Hold on. Dallas, T. How's it going, Kyle? Uh, Bam, I am not trading away David Montgomery. I would be receiving. Pause. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. All right, so this is the trade. Uh, D would be giving up Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, T. Higgins, and Raheem Mostert. He would be receiving Najee Harris, David Montgomery, and Evan Ingram. And the trade machine said, no, do not make this trade at all. Hmm. I wonder if you what took, if I took out... out. Well, I kind of I led with I led with I led with Raheem Mostert. Okay. So I feel like that's going to be included. So what if we took out Miles Sanders? What if we took out Dallas Goddard? So Raheem Mostert and T Higgins for David Montgomery, Najee Harris, and Evan Ingram. Maybe take out Najee Harris. Okay. Still saying no. Wow, they really like T. Higgins. Okay, so this is what I'm confused with. The The Bengals offense does not look good. Raheem Mostert, with, even with injury history, I know he's healthy right now and playing well, but Devin A-Chain is a, is a problem. And he's looking like he's going to get more and more carries. So... Yeah. Uh, anyone in, I don't know if anyone has. I wonder if you could hold on. Because it said, like, I feel like you could do, let's see if you, uh, yeah, that's too much. I don't know. Because who do you want? Like, who's the. I want David Montgomery. So David Montgomery is number one. Like, you could, you, and they need receiver depth? No, he was interested in Raheem Mostert. You could do Raheem for David straight up. Pretty, I mean, it's saying Raheem is more valuable, but it's only by like a point. I, I would be curious to hear maybe Kyle and Bam's POV from the chat. Where do you guys stand on the value between um, Raheem Mostert and David Montgomery? Um, I, I feel like the, the thought process would be over the course of time. Jameer Gibbs, as the season goes on, Jameer would start to work himself into the offense more compared to David Montgomery. Are we sure like, that about would be that, my though? thought. Are we sure about that? I mean, because if you watch the Lions play and you the way Montgomery runs between the tackles and pass protects, 
who's to say that they don't continue to lean on that, especially in goal line situations, and really use Gibbs as more of that swing, swing back Darren Sproles type back. Remember, this is a a coach who Sean Payton was his mentor. And, that's true. And he comes from the days of the Darren Sproles, Mark Ingram days. I mean, that should be. I mean, Jameer Gibbs is closer to Al, more closer to Alvin Kamara than he is to Sproles. Like, I feel like, you, you know, know, they would start. Kamara, f- same thing. Yeah, it's true. I, I just feel like they would feed him more. I, I am. Well, I have David Montgomery in in uh, Dynasty. Not Dynasty. Is it Dynasty? I did, and I, I have him in a couple of leagues, and he won me this uh, matchup this week. So I hope it doesn't change. But I mean, he was a top fifteen pick. Jameer was like, you don't do that to. But it's not like yeah, they're that's... not giving Gibbs touches. He's still getting touches. I read somewhere where people were comparing Jameer Gibbs's current rookie season and where it's on pace with and what it's on pace with uh, and Christian McCaffrey's initial rookie season. And it's very similar numbers. Oh, okay. So I did not know that. That's interesting. I mean, this is what I don't get from people. Y'all want these teams to pay NFL running backs, but then y'all complain when they don't play them and want to keep legs fresh so that they can be their best when they need them and not to take all the punishment. Yeah, I guess by the time, <clears throat> excuse me, if you put a lot of stock in Jameer, by the time he's the lead back, you're already out of the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but listen, I know we're fantasy people and we, you know, we we, we cover a lot of fantasy stuff, but we must remember the players do not give a damn. At all. At they all. They just want to win. So they just want to win. And, and... <clears throat> When you watch the Lions play in these games, especially in situate, because that's a football, a lot, a lot of football is situational. And the situations where David Montgomery is in making big plays, like with the way the Lions offense is usually grooving in these situations, it doesn't make sense to take him out in certain situations, especially when he's cooking. Well, I enjoy when he's cooking because yeah. that means I'm probably going to win. Bam says, most of is 31 and having his best year. Sell high. Um, Kyle X, why aren't the comments appearing on screen? Yes, they are for me, Kyle. I think he's talking about Kyle. I think when I made the the draft thing full screen, it it deleted the comments from earlier. Yeah. Okay. Live. Okay. Anyway, my bad, Kyle. Um. So, how do you feel about Bam saying most of us thirty one and having his best season, so we should sell high? I I would lean into that because, like you said, A Chain. How do you say his last name? A Chain. A Chain. I don't know why I keep saying A Chain. A Chain is just getting like I'm with Bam. Like over the course of time, it's going like he's going to eat those reps. I think so too. And A Chain's already like he's already taken in in this league. So if anything, if I get David Montgomery, yeah, he's in a little bit of a timeshare, but I trust his timeshare a little bit more. Yeah, you made her like abandoned in Dynasty because I traded A-Chain. Say what? I said you made her like abandoned in our Dynasty because I traded him to you. I finally won a fucking game. Can we talk about it? I'm not. I'm on the board. You're on the board. You know what's annoying about that? Bam came out like I was beating Bam's ass. And then all of a sudden, like he just made this comeback and won. Last minute. Like I was... Like Sunday afternoon at like four o'clock, I had like a seventy-eight percent chance of winning, and then there's some bullshit. It'd be some bullshit. 
and then I didn't. It be look, congrats, Bam. It, it it definitely it definitely be some bullshit. But I told y'all once I start figuring out this lineup, the Horn Ducks, we're going to be a, we're oh, a you, scrappy team. Give us a few years. You know what it was? What Isaiah Pacheco Sunday night? Like I was beating oh, the yeah. piss out of Bam, and then Pacheco went You're off. Night. He's from that that Jersey area. Yeah, in the Jersey area. Is it? Is it? Is it? Speak since we're here talking about the NFL and a little bit of uh, fantasy. Listen, the more this season goes on, the more I'm happy that I have Bam's first round pick. I'm telling you, y'all playing chess. I'm playing checkers. I think there's a better chance that Bam's the number one seed in the consolation tournament than Bam being the sixth seed in the playoffs. Well, you know what? You gotta go through me because my team. I'm going to be in that constellation tournament. No, I'm not. I'm going to be in the playoffs, actually. But if I make it to that constellation tournament, I don't listen. You got to win the tournament to get the number one overall pick. So correct. So then, if if your team is some ass, it doesn't benefit your team to be ass because you will get no worse than the fourth pick. That's right. So, like I said, my team is good enough to win a constellation. But not good enough to win this league. But you know what? I said that last year, and then we went on a run. But the consolation, listen, is the number one overall pick. And right now, I got five draft picks, all of which are not mine. You want to trade some of those draft picks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll trade you Jonathan Mingo. You should, you should, <laughs> you should enjoy it. You should enjoy your fantasy with that offer. Kyle says I'd be willing to add to Mostert to get uh, Montgomery. So I think Kyle is on my side. Then he's he's filling yeah. me on. So Kyle, how do you feel about maybe like a <clears throat> Raheem Mostert and T Higgins for David Montgomery and Evan Ingram? Because my listen, my tight my tight end situation is bad. I currently have Dallas Goddard. I'm about to drop him and pick up Jake Ferguson off waivers. Um, okay, Danny. Oh, bam, Dan, Danny. I don't think Bam knows quite how this this thing works, because he's thinking he's going to be drafting Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. with the with my first round pick, but I don't think he's understanding. Okay, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you why don't you why don't you explain? Okay, so so Bam, let me let me explain this to you, brother, and why I'm talking the way I'm talking. Bam, there is no way to tank in this league. There's, I made it a way that like you, you, you can't tank. So like the four teams that don't make the playoffs, you play in like a two week tournament and you have to win that tournament to get the number one overall pick. So when I made the trade with you, I essentially banked on you being a French playoff team or the best of the, of us four that don't make the playoffs. So, So the three of them are in this chat right now. Yeah. Who? Oh, yeah, me, me, you, and Bam. Yeah. Like we have. A, yeah, yeah. So really, when I made, when I traded you my first round pick, I essentially banked on you getting better, but not being better enough to win the league, but good enough to win the tournament. So really, you need me to win to get that number one overall pick. But the way my roster is currently constructed, you might be winning. And if you win the Constellation Tournament, which I'm banking on, Bam, then guess who really gets the number one overall pick? This guy right here. 
And I have a few picks. All of, I, I don't really own any of my picks. So I own everyone else's. You don't own it. No one owns my picks. I don't have any and, extra picks. And I know Bam don't think I'm winning the consolation tournament. My brother, let me pull my let me pull my roster up on screen. <laughs> I just traded for Trevor Lawrence. That nigga already getting benched. Sir, I'm sick of it. Nah, I'm, I'm listen. That that lineup, that that matchup. I'm not going. I mean, that team is very. Uh, I'll pull a Greg and bench my starters. Well, you can't do that, sir. You have to field a team. You gotta field a team. Bam said we're gonna make this work. I mean, yeah. Bam, how see. Bam, if you if you're really in the business of losing, I'll take some of those draft picks off your hands. Well, I'll take some players off your hands. You do have to feel the team though. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because if we have four people, like if you pull your starters and everyone else is going to pull their starters, we're going to have four weeks of everyone not scoring any points. And that's not good business. Yeah, that's not good business. You got to feel the team. Now, who you field? That's okay. That's up to you. But you got to ask yourself a question. Uh, what, what's funny is if I if I listen, imagine me not making the playoffs, and then I lose first round. Listen, if I if I make it to the playoffs, then that that first round pick of mine is worthless. Not worthless, but it ain't gonna be as valuable. So you have to hope I lose, but win. The craziest scenario to be in. Yeah, you, literally, he has to hope I lose, but win, and all I have to do is hope that he wins enough, but not too much. What's more realistic? That's fair. Like, hey, man, I love it here. Brother, he says, I'll eat myself before I give D the number one. Brother, you did when you got Lamar Jackson. Oh, I'll, I'll eat myself, big paws. <laughs> we got him. Whoa. 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 Uh, Danny, what are some of some of your other big big thoughts from from week four across the National Football League? I'm gonna keep it light. I have a few big thoughts, but man, I had so much fun watching the Toy Story broadcast. Oh, we here? Are we, we here? here? I Listen. had so much fun. Listen, you know I stay in on the West Coast. Yes. I'm a, why? I'm, why is my big doofy twenty-seven-year-old ass up at six thirty a.m. watching fucking Woody crank that shit after every Jacksonville Jaguars touchdown? My man Woody was cranking that shit with the leg. Yeah, yeet. Whoa, yeet. Oh. But listen, listen. The halftime show. What was my man's name? Uh, I missed the half. So I was traveling. I was in oh. the mountains. So I was losing service. So I got home to catch a little bit of it, then I had to leave. So I got bits and pieces, but the stuff I did watch, like Slinky, like the dog being the first down marker. like They had the, the claw setting the ball. Yeah. <laughs> the they had the alien camera. That was so much fun. Yo, listen. Yo, Bam, what's good with you, son? Hey, well, dog, Bam. For those, this is an audio adventure, Danny. For those yeah. who, who are listening to the audio adventure bam in the chat says what about slinky backing that ass up bam i want you to know that here at the going for two network we um uh, well, no bestiality going over here yeah there is no bestiality going on here um kyle kyle said evan ingram has been he said even ingram has been getting solid uh solid targets i i agree see i think kyle is with me on this trade uh 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm gonna try to push them. Let me see. But bam, fan bus. See you next week. Uh, okay. <laughs> Yo, Bam is wild. He's in the chat. And he says he was kicked up. That's all. Listen, maybe Slinky did have a lot of ass, but yeah, yo. Listen, the Toy Story broadcast was hilarious. My favorite play, I think a lot of you have seen it, is Bijan Robinson just absolutely oh. going crazy on this run. I mean, it's what what's funnier? What was a funnier watch? The Bijan Juke run or the pick six with the feet blazing? <laughs> oh, the blaze. And then after that, anything with Booger McFarlane was hilarious. Like his avatar was hilarious. Booger explaining Booger, how football is I ain't seen you that hilarious. slip since your playing days. <laughs> Dog, having Booger being the voice for the next generation on how to play football is <laughs> Like they were getting chippy on the field and Booger was like, all right, now there's no need to get that chippy between the lines. We're just going to play football. <laughs> oh. Like Booger was perfect. Listen, they was explaining all the rules of football, and I was like, yo, imagine sitting there with your kids explaining this violent ass shit in real like I'm not I'm like imagine sitting there watching real football explaining this violent ass game to a five, six year old. Hey, shout so out, yeah, hey, little Jimmy. So you get four chances to get 10 yards. No, you get three chances to get to get 10, 10 yards. If you don't get up to three, normally you can either punt the ball to pin the position back or you can go for it. But if you don't get it, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And that's when you just see this, this headshot. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's what we really want to be showing our children. But like the NFL, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the Toy Story broadcast. I thought it was um, – I thought once they got the glitches out, it was yeah. quite a watch. Shout out to the NFL for, for trying to get a, a new generation of CTE victims in, right? The you know reports like parents aren't signing their kids up to play tackle football and like what can we do? We got it. We Toy got Story. It. But it's it's smart though because if you know if you if you if you're ESPN and you know you're a subsidiary of um, Disney, then you know you have that ability to reach into that cross functional bag like yeah. that. Well, you can definitely got to do it. So it's shout, genius. Shout yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it and. I can't wait for some of the numbers to come out. I might Google some of the results because y'all thought that was the last. No, that was the first. They did it because because remember in the NBA, they did the Marvel theme game. Yeah. And that had some good interest uh, as well. So they're going to try. They're gonna, they, they came back with the NFL and Toy Story. And ESPN knows Americans and NFL football is like crack. They can't get enough of it. If y'all think there won't be another... I'll watch it. It's crazy. It right? The, the Toy Story gets the kids when they're like five to seven. Nickelodeon will catch you from seven to 12. And by then, by then, hey, you used to seeing you here in this the slime zone. Genius. That's not what Drake meant by sliming you out either, by the way. Hey, yo. What you got a surprise winner of the week? Uh, yeah. Brandon Staley. No matter how stupid Brandon, whatever dumb decision Brandon Staley makes, it seems to work in his favor. He loves going for on fourth down in his own territory, in minus territory, and somehow it works out for him. First and foremost, what's up, Gladys? How's it going? What's up, Gladys? Uh, Gladys, Gladys. My surprise winner came from a game where nobody really wanted to win the damn game. 
Oh. And no, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not talking about the Raiders and the Chargers, although no one really wanted to win that game. I'm talking about up in the windy city between the Broncos and the Bears. I'm watching this game, and I'm watching my fantasy teams play against people who have DJ Moore and Justin Fields, and I'm saying, huh? The fuck's going on here? Like, what the f- like, what the fuck's going? Like, why are they turning up like this? Dead ass. I'm, I'm watching the Bears. Like, why are y'all turning up? Like, like y'all aren't good. Why are y'all turning up like this? You know, it's very annoying about that. This is the first week I said DJ Moore. Oh, that's even worse. But you made the right decision because I probably would too. Um, so now they get up big, and I'm like, well, now I'm looking at Denver and saying, damn, Sean Payton. I mean. Maybe in the buff a little bit, but my brother, are you washed like this? Like, is 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 Russ washed? Like, what's going on? Show sure enough, one team, no, two teams showed up to play. Neither one wanted to win, but guess what? The Bears really didn't want to win. No, they did not. I haven't seen disappointment like that from a GM sitting in a booth. Oh, brother, probably probably since. Any professional sports team, let me think about it. I haven't seen disappointment like that from a, a GM watching a professional sports team in a booth since I watched any of the professional teams outside of the Liberty play in New York City because there has been a lot of disappointment in, yeah. in, in the city that never oh, sleeps. Between the, do- the, the Dolan Jets, shot? Between the Jets, the Giants, the Knicks, and the Nets, a lot of people are in hell right now. And the Mets. And are, the Yankees. And the Yankees and the Mets. Like, it's it's stinky in New York. But it's funny because it was all good just a year ago. Y'all had Jalen Brunson in the Knicks. KD, Kyrie. They left. Now the Knicks, they getting, they, they getting booted out of here. The East, you know, Giannis, Giannis and teamed up with, with Dame. It's, we'll, we'll get it. The city is literally underwater. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought that was fake. Yeah, no, I saw that and I couldn't believe it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Bam said he dropped Cole Komet last week. Sorry, brother. I I, I think I know who's about to pick him up. Um, <laughs> um speaking of the Bears, are they imploding? Do you see it? Uh, You've heard the rumors with Chase Claypool. Yo, first off, Chase Claypool. Genius. You clearly don't want to be playing for the Chicago Bears. You're upset with the Pittsburgh Steelers for sending you there. I get it. But you might be a bust, my brother. Nah, Chase, get released. Come play slot in Philadelphia. You'll be fine. Y'all got Zacchaeus. He's not a long-term solution. Why not? He's good. He's he's not bad. I'm just saying. Why Jalen don't like Devonta Smith? <clears throat> Say what? Why Jalen? Why Jalen Hurts don't like throwing to Devonta Smith? What you mean? He loves Devontae. Devontae had a big game week two against the Vikings. Need and there's been AJ the past two weeks. I didn't even do it. I mean, it, it just varies. It just varies. Devontae mm-hmm. game coming soon because we've had two big AJ games. The Goddard game that's coming soon. Fuck him. I don't care when he has that damn game. <laughs> Bum ass. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, if you play fantasy football and you do not own Travis Kelsey or TJ Hawkinson, you should pick up, or Evan Ingram, you should pick up these tight ends with like a grain of salt and just have very little feelings for them that again goes back to my initial question that i I started this part off how did the nfl devalue the running back and not the tight end i'm going to answer your question about the bears first 
how do you the only way you can clear a foundation for Caleb Williams is to implode what you have now. So yes, they are imploding, but they are just clearing the way for Caleb. We're here. Listen. They would have pick say, one and pick two right now. Okay. You could have you could have pick one or you could have pick two. Kyler Murray 2.0 ain't fixing your problems. You have no offensive line. You you you, nope. you don't really have an offensive scheme. You don't really have an offensive identity. Your 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 running backs are good, but you don't really have a, a good solid power back that can really just hammer some yards away. But maybe because you don't have an offensive line that could block anybody. So before it, you went out, you went out and got a wide receiver one, but your wide receiver two and three are fucking jokes. Really, Four. sincerely. Here's, now you have a tight end who's decent, but if all you really have from a receiving threat is your wide receiver one and your tight end, oh brother, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna be a long day for a lot of people. And you, then you gotta have your defense on the field. Like, yo, drafting Caleb Williams, aka Kyler Murray 2.0, and getting along with if fam, if Justin Fields, who's a bigger, better quarterback, he can solve your problems. I doubt the smaller mimic of Cliff Kingsbury's fraud of a system is gonna be any much better. But that's you didn't let me finish. Did you get Marvin Harrison Jr. with pick number two? Yeah, get that. But use that number one overall pick on like an edge rusher, a left tackle, or use the number one overall pick on Marvin Harrison. You go out here and take Caleb Williams number one overall. I'm telling you right, you're crazy. You're crazy. I'm not saying it's and the right maybe thing to you do. give Justin Fields a competent offense because Matt Eberflus don't know what the fuck he's doing. Matt Eberflus, you're actually so lucky that last year the only person who could have done worse than you was Nathaniel Hackett, and he got fired. But guess what, Matt Eberflus? It's you now, buddy. We can see it. You're not good. Tell me I'm wrong. What? Listen, I'm not saying it's the right move. But I'm, my agenda is getting Justin Fields to Atlanta. And it's been that since oh, day one. Oh, Desmond Ritter, brother. He's bad. It, I was about to say, is it, do you have another biggest loser for the weekend? Because that's my biggest loser. Oh, man. Um, yes, I do have a biggest loser, actually. Oh, that's not Desmond Ritter? No. Okay, I'm listening. Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, he got his ass beat. Not not in no, not in a regular way though. That's the worst loss of his career. Yeah. Worst loss. Now, Bill. I've been a Daniel Jones guy since the beginning. I still got faith in Daniel Jones. Here's what I'm gonna say about Daniel Jones, and here's what I'm gonna say about Mac Jones, the Jones brothers. Okay. They're not bad quarterbacks. Okay. They need some help. Football is the ultimate team sport, yet yep. when it's clear that the quarterback don't have no help, people just let that shit slide. So let me get this straight. It is not Mac Jones' fault that he threw across the field. That was bad. Six. Nah, that was Mac Jones. But some of the other times, the brother's scared. He running for his life. His receivers can't create no separation. Like, what the fuck? Hey, I didn't tell you to go sign Corvette, Corvette. Yeah, but Bill don't want to. Bill don't like paying the, the receivers. And what's the offensive? I mean, like, I mean, uh, what's his name? What's Bill O'Brien's got a good offensive system. He just needs the 
the talent to be able to execute. Didn't Bill O'Brien coach Mac Jones at Alabama? Wasn't that his OC at Alabama? Yeah, and he was a finalist for the Heisman with his teammate Devontae Smith on his way to a national championship. Nothing nothing makes me happier than knowing the Giants fans thought they had Devontae, and then they didn't. God is good, man. Yo, you be did you watch the Manning cast uh version of the broadcast yesterday? No, I did not. I, I really wasn't paying attention. Like I I was not interested yeah. in that game at all. Like it didn't take long. I did see clips of Peyton losing his mind. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to let you know if you want to really watch an analyst and see what good quarterback play versus bad quarterback play looks like. Watching the Monday night football game with Peyton and Eli and just stare at Peyton the entire time. Stare at, don't watch the game. Stare at Peyton the entire time because Peyton's reactions will let you know what type of QB play you have. Talk when Peyton is disgusted not. at some QB play, he get this one face. He get, he get the shake his, his face head. turned so red. Did you see the pick six? His face turned so red. He be sick to his stomach because you know what it is? It's the QB in him. Like, yeah, what the fuck was he looking at when he threw that? You And you also know what it is? He's used to seeing his brother play like, play like that. He just tired of it. See, that's that, that's, that's that Eagles hate. That's that hate. That, that, that's that, Dog, I saw, I saw two tones hate, of Eli, Eli Manning. You know Eli Manning is now a Hall of Famer. Go ahead. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep Eli talking. Manning. Go ahead and pull up. The, I know he has two rings. We have one. I get it. No, that's not Eli... what I'm. That's not. Oh, okay. That's not what I'm pulling up. You gonna go? You gonna go back and talk about Eli and say he not all that? So now I gotta go back and look at starting quarterbacks mm-hmm. for the Philadelphia Eagles and let's let's have okay. some conversations. Let's let's have a conversation. Well, Doug Peterson actually started for the Eagles. I didn't know that. Not he did. Doug Peterson was the Eagles. Yes, he was. He got there okay. before Randall Cunningham, right? Or was he? No, he got there before Donovan. Donovan McNabb. It was because Donovan Doug. We got over. Donovan. Yeah. Then Donovan took over in two thousand. Yep. And y'all had five nine, nine years of Donovan McNabb, five straight NFC NFC championship appearances, or something along those lines. Yep. No rings. Next. Then y'all have my boy Mike Vick. I remember that 2010 Mike Vick team. You know who they lost to? Packers, Super Bowl champions. Then I remember the 2011 uh, Mike Vick. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. I wasn't a bad team. That was Andy. Yeah, I wasn't a bad team. 2012 Mike Vick and Nick Foles. That's when I said, ah, this might be scary. And then the next year, Nick Foles actually won the job. Yes, he did. Then y'all had two years of Nick Foles. Yep. Before y'all brought in Sam Bradford, I remember that Kevin Cobb got hurt and Mike Vick stepped in. You're right, yeah. Sam Bradford, y'all Sammy Sleeves, Sam Bradford, Sammy Sleeves. That was Chip Kelly and Mark Sanchez. Yep. Then y'all were so bad that year that y'all had the opportunity to draft Carson Wentz. Yes. So then you had the 2016 Carson Wentz. Eh, all right. 2017. That's when he was elite. Quote unquote MVP. He was. And then he got hurt. Then Nick Foles took over. Won a Super led Bowl. y'all to a championship. Yeah, I I respect it. But after he won, it was always questions. Man, is Carson Wentz good enough, or is it Nick Foles' team? Guess what? Y'all both ass. So after a couple years of being some ass, now we landed at Jalen Hurts. 
after one year of starting Jalen Hurts. Now they just paid him last year. The whew, made him a big, big bag. So I'm a little bit confused when I hear you speak on giant quarterback play when my brother your qb history ain't too much better actually it's not better my, my brother by any stretch of the American. my brother in christ i have the 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 best eli manning stat ever eli manning was 118 and 118 in his career he was mid he was 500 that is his career record eli who better all time eli mike vick donovan McNabb. Who was a better quarterback or who was more successful? Because those are two totally different things. Both. No, not even successful because Eli's the most successful. Who's better quarterback? Michael Vick. Best out of the three? It's like, I'm just, Vick, is, Vick has been my favorite quarterback as long as I've been alive. So it's like, for me, if you put McNabb over Vick, fine. But for me, it's like Vick and Andy Reid's offense was. Whoa, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me you think Donald McNabb's a better quarterback than Eli Hell yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's do this. Eli Manning interceptions. That fat bucket of lard you're going to sit here and tell me was a better QB yes. than Eli Manning. His own wide receiver got mad because the day before the Super Bowl, he was out drinking and, and partying. And you're going to sit here and tell me that's a better quarterback than my man who got his own passing academy, been, been born, raised in nothing but football, don't know nothing else but football. And you're going to tell me the fat slob that the day before his potential Super Bowl victory, he went out and party with some hoes. You're going to tell me you really think he a better QB than Eli yep. Manning, two-time Super Bowl yep. winner, one of two, one of very few Q QBs that have actually beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Let's do this. And we can put this on the Twitter account. We can. What does he do better we, we can, than Eli Manning? We can Manning. take a poll on who would you rather take, Donovan McNabb or Eli Manning, and I don't know what the stakes will be, but I I think you're biased because you're an Eagles fan. My it's, brother Donovan McNabb was a kind of a two pack of ass. Right, let's take it to the chat. Let's he take it to have the, the chat hunger. first. He wasn't good. He was he was what what's what's above mid, but not mid enough to be good. Average. That's Donovan McNabb. No better than Eli Manning. He can't be. He a champion twice over. See, one that's time the, champion. That's, the, that's what I'm saying. Are we talking champion. about most successful? Are we talking about better skill? Because I'm taking both. Donovan. Eli's better in both. Thank you. Thank you. What was that, Bam? Eli got carried by two spectacular catches and all star defenses. Talk to him about So, this is where y'all lose me with the two spectacular catches. Someone had to throw them bitches. Oh, fuck. Someone over there. Eli, Eli was going to throw a pick and someone said someone him. had to throw him. Right. He had to put him in order for it to be that spectacular of a catch. It had to be a, enough touch on it. It had to, to be that exactly awful. It had to be that awful of a throw. You can hate. You can hate. Had, the ball had to be placed exactly where it was placed for those catches to be catches. Nope. We we we, 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 we taking catches. this to the street. So tonight we are going. I'm we are going to post a poll. So so hold on. When Tom wins six rings. Due in large part to his success on offense, but also having one of the greatest defensive minds ever on the other side of the field. Y'all don't say nothing. That's carrying. No, Come Tom on, bro. got six of them things. You don't get six by accident. You, but you don't get six Tom, with only offense. Brother. Tom came back from 28-3. Brother, I sat through that 2018, uh, 27, or 20, whatever. I saw, I, I sat through that second Ram Super Bowl. Tom didn't win that one. He just made enough plays. Cow, what? Y'all, thank you. Are you shitting Kyle me? Eli's You're crazy, bro. Go back. Listen, when Eli, we can, we can dog, do this right now. Nope. Um, 
Let me tell you something. On the the people Eli Manning beat on the road to winning these Super Bowls trumped all of the, all. He has beaten quarterbacks on the way to winning championships that are tenfold better than Donovan McNabb could ever be in his fucking sleep. So how how is Eli? How is Donovan McNabb better than Eli? We, what are we, we talking we about here? Right the hell now. What are we talking? Oh no. Listen. I can't listen. None of Eli's wide receivers have ever came out and said my man was partying before the Super Bowl. Just off that, he don't have enough hustle. His fat lard ass out there partying with some. Nope, we we posting this. Can a non MVP win the and can a non QB win the MVP this year? Can a non QB win the MVP? Uh, can Chris McCaffrey be the league MVP this year? Does he have a? Case? He does. Here's the thing, though. Jettas deserves to be MVP, but his team is so sorry. Jettas is going, he should be the MVP. Jettas is on fire. Hold on. Can I, I'm going to look at his stats. Like, I, I think, I think Tyreek is close, but Jettas. And for all those who don't speak ethnic, Jettas is Justin Jefferson. Yes, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, the only person close to him is Puka. So Justin has. F- 543 receiving yards on 33 receptions. Puka has 501 yards on 39 receptions. Justin has 14 catches over 20 yards. Come on, dog. <laughs> what are we talking listen. about, fam? Listen. What are we listen. talking about? You know what's funny? I read, I'm looking at I'm looking at the stats too, and I'm just sitting here like. Yo, <laughs> what are we talking about here? I'm, la- I'm laughing. I'm no, I'm laughing because Kurt don't do nothing but throw this dude the football. <laughs> listen, listen, everyone, everyone's always like, everyone's always like, uh, you know, the meme where it's Dak and he's just throwing the ball. He's like, hey, Amari down there, fuck it. Kurt really just be like, yo, Jetta's he down there somewhere throwing. He don't. Honestly, I don't think he likes throwing to many other people outside of him and TJ Hawkinson. That's the one thing about Kirk, though. Kirk gonna get you your stats, and he gonna get you paid. He gonna get you paid. You gonna lose, but you gonna get paid. He's not. He's not. He hasn't lost as much as we think. I mean, this year. I'm talking about like this year. Jettas. How about? How about Adam Thielen silently with 27 catches? I mean, who the, who the hell is Bryce Young going to throw to? He's the only one who can run around. Adam Thielen's the only yeah, adult right. in the room. This is what I'm con- I'm kind of confused on what the Panthers are doing because they, they kind of need to surround Bryce Young with talent, but they traded away their all-pro running back and their – so apparently there's this um thing going around that they're looking for a wide receiver one for the trade deadline but what do you have to give you traded everything to get bryce like remember two years ago the rams offered them two first round picks for brian burns and they were like nah we're good insane insane panthers are in hell panthers Panthers are listen. If the Panthers were a GM team, their their team might look a little bit like Bam. Oh, oh, oh. Um, NBA talk. Yeah, are we here? Yeah, we let's do some NBA. 
Listen, one of the biggest trades, but most anticipated trades of the offseason happened. Damian Lillard traded to the Milwaukee Bucks that sent DeAndre Ayton to Portland and Yusuf Nurkic to Phoenix. Let's pause there. What are your thoughts on this trade? I respect that when Giannis speaks, Milwaukee moves. They, that front office, Giannis the past couple months been talking about some I ain't signing no extension. I'll go wherever to win a championship. And they said, no, 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 brother. You saying right here, we're going to get you Dame Lillard. I love this trade. I know people are talking about losing Drew Holiday and what that means defensively. And yes, you do lose some defensive holding by trading Drew for Dame, but your competition, we're going to talk about the Celtics in a minute. The Celtics are saying, screw defense. We're just going straight offense. So, so it's not like the Celtics defense is what it was when the uh, adulterer was the coach. Like the, they're like they're abandoning that philosophy. All right. Ime Udoka. And we we got to be a little bit more respectful because he was coach of the year and he did take let a me, team to the final. Let me tell you something, my brother. Ime, all Ime did was cheat on his girl. Men have been doing that literally since the beginning I know, of time. But she is Nia Long, fam. Brother Beyonce got you. I know, he and he it. he crazy. It's not about looks. It's about other things. I understand. But he, no, listen. This is the public. This is the public service announcement, ladies and gentlemen of the viewing and listening audience. I'm here to let you know that sometimes it's not about looks. It's not about someone being unhappy. Sometimes when you get cheated on, somebody in the room was horny. Yes, like the end. A hard, a hard peen has no conscience. Like point period blank end of end of statement. Sometimes you, you somebody was just horny, and you just hey, I'm not I'm not arguing against yeah. that. But yeah, no, nah, somebody yeah, no, nah, no, nah, your baby, your your your, your, your honey, your sweetie boo boo, she was a little horny. Now she got a little dick in the back from somebody. Hey, else. all right. So out of all the guards in the East, compared to Jesus, man, that's almost as bad as a slinky comment. But that's a dog. <laughs> Jesus, man. Now, Glass is right. There is no excuse. Just cut that off. There is off. no excuse. Thank sometimes you. it just happened, though. No, ain't no sometimes that just happened. Okay, but back to the NBA. Yeah. So, listen. My thoughts to this Dame trade, when I saw it, I said, I said the Bucks. How the fuck did you get to the Bucks? And then I thought about it. I said, yo, the GM, like the front office in Portland, they had some beef with Damian Lillard, and they said, "Oh, you're telling us that you only want to go to Miami? Well, guess what? You're gonna guess what? We're gonna make sure you don't go, Miami." And I don't. And they said, did, "We don't care what the package is." Did you read the Bleacher Report? Oh um, yeah, pissed me Chris off. Haynes. Dog, pissed they didn't. They haven't off. talked to Miami since summer league. That was hilarious. Like they set up a meeting and didn't even go to it. Hilarious. Hilarious. Now it made me wonder, like, were the Blazers ever serious about trading him to the Heat? No. I think they wore until Dame flexes muscle. I don't think they like that at all. He was, he was. I guess my my man said he was just hoping for a little compensation for 
what he's been doing, you know, all this time. But listen, I will say, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say this. Let this be a reminder to you all that pro sports is a business. So next time one of these athletes responds to you saying, fuck you and your fantasy team. Now you see why it's, it's an ugly business. It's an ugly business. Under five. Oh no, is that me? Can you, are we good? It's says, are we good? I think I had an internet issue. This goes to your nine to five as well. They will get rid of you the moment the money looks a little funny. So always look out for you. Always look out for number one. Did the Blazers say Dame? Bam asked, did, did the Blazers say Dame announcing where he wants to go is basically tampering? Oh, please. Kevin Durant came out and said, I want to get traded to the Phoenix Suns and the Nets and him to the Phoenix Suns. So, yeah. I just, I don't like the way the Trailblazers treated Dame. Like, for those Me who read either. the Bleach Report, like they cut all contact from Dame and his agent. And then, then they go to Dame's house and. That was the that was the funniest line in the whole story. So for those who didn't read, the Blazers GM went to have a sit down meeting with Dame at Dame's house. Dame kind of figured out they're not going to work with the Heat to get a trade done. So Dame was like, "Never mind, I don't want to be traded." And the GM was like, "No, no, 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 no. You don't come back from this. You out of here, buddy." Hilarious. Is that not crazy? <laughs> that is the in his in his house. Looked him dead in the eye. I was like, no, you out of here. Listen, he lucky he didn't get the shit slept out of him. In, <laughs> yeah. I, I can Listen, I was in disbelief. I said, what's the beef? Literally. Now, you know what they said? We've already drafted Scoop, buddy. When that happened, you are out yeah. of here. And the, so that's the thing. That's another thing in the piece Chris Haynes talked about. Like they told Dame, yeah, sit out these last nine games. It'll help our draft value, and then we can trade that draft, that high draft pick, to get veteran help to help you know take us to a championship. And then they go and draft Scoot. That's it, like you said. Like, oh, that's it. We're done here. Yeah. Tell a man that in his house, that don't. Dog. Listen, there's, there's only I know from Oakland, but one it, it <laughs> could have got he could have got okayed or KO'd. KO'd. Uh, Bam says, I feel like if you want to spite Dame, you send him to Detroit not to go play with Giannis. Detroit ain't have the, the facilities to handle the Dame yeah. trade, big boy. Yeah. The, There's yeah. nothing on that Detroit roster outside of Joe Harris that people want. Ancient. Maybe Sadiq Bay. No, Sadiq Bay is in Oklahoma City, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so because of this, this Blazers trade mm -hmm. for um, a Blazers trade with, with Milwaukee, this allowed the Blazers to then trade Drew Holiday to the Celtics Crazy. and got Rob Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, and some picks back. What are your thoughts on that one? I mean, the Blazers, the Blazers have come out really, really well. Out of uh, they've turned Dame into all these assets. Like this, this is a great job by the Blazers front office on the transactional side, the human side. We just talked about a lot left to be desired. But if you're a Blazers fan. You got Scoot, you got Anthony, you got a young core. We'll talk about the final piece of that puzzle in a second. You got Time Lord. You can trade Malcolm Brogdon for more once his elbow heals. Like if you if Malcolm plays at the beginning of the year and he shows some promise, a contending team is going to trade for Malcolm Brogdon. He's a 
Like he's a contending. Really good defender. He is a good defender. He can he handle the ball. Great Los Angeles Laker. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like you can, and you still have Malcolm there for a team that's looking for you know an on-ball defender and who can initiate your offense while you know your superstars on the bench. So they're not done yet. So if you're a Blazers fan, then you have to be over the moon right now. Ceiling for the Blazers this year, you think? Uh, if everything works perfectly, they'll be a play-in team. Like they'll be playing for that last playoff spot. I have a bold prediction about the in-season tournament. Okay. Everyone wins money in a trophy, right? Yep. A lottery team will win. Absolutely. Because a lottery team, that's going to be their only taste of competitive playoff-type basketball. So, yes, I think the lottery teams are going to take that more seriously. And teams that have younger players like the Blazers, like the Rockets, who don't have money like LeBron and Steph. Oh, I can get an extra meal? Let's get this money. Yeah, an extra meal. Brother, they're getting like 500000 I think they're doing more than just getting some extra meal. No, getting- no, but I'm saying like if, if you're not as established as like oh, Golden okay. State's not going to take that, you know, Boston's not going to take that. In, they're not going to take it seriously. But if I'm the Spurs, if I'm the Rockets, you know, if I'm the Blazers, it's a It'd bunch of these young. Yeah, this, this is, that's going to be like the highest level competitive basketball they're going to get all year. Yeah, take it seriously. Um, we had we had here that James Harden had was not reporting to training camp, but reports are that he actually plans to show up. He might have actually showed up today. Yep. So hopefully they're getting that figured out. It's going to be so interesting during the season um, when the Sixers still haven't traded him, and James Harden is like he's playing mad well the Sixers are probably second third or fourth in the east and he is waiting to get traded and we're so, about 50 games in well well I think we'll talk about it in a second but yeah I ranked my eastern conference teams and whoo I don't care how good James Harden is playing we'll talk about it in a second um <clears throat> now nah, let's let's talk about it let's let's get into this eastern conference okay well actually one thing Jimmy Butler last year I was not familiar with your game this year Listen, last year you had me with them damn dreads. This year, you cannot fool me. Here's the thing about Jimmy. Jimmy and Gladys know we're going to do WNBA in a couple minutes. Um, Jimmy just wants that picture to come up on DraftKings when he ruined your parlay. and He wants that the picture you see. When he's on your fantasy team and you lose because of him, that's the picture you're going to see. And it's hilarious. Okay, I can I can I can get behind it. Uh back to the Eastern Conference though. What are your thoughts on the Eastern Conference after the Drew Holiday trade, after the Damian Lillard trade? Uh, I mean, where 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 do you think we land with the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers, the Knicks, mm-hmm. the Cavs, uh some of these teams that we expect to be in that Eastern Conference playoff hunt? Where do you think we're landing at with them? So I rank them. I have the Bucks one, Celtics two. The only thing about the Celtics for me is you're putting a lot of pressure on Al Horford and Kristaps Porzingis to protect the paint for you. And if any Horford is 37, and we all know what happens when you rely on Porzingis for anything important or relevant. I'm going to leave it at that. As a Mavs fan who got to watch Kristaps, as he bitched and moaned that he didn't get the ball. Yes, I'm hurting. Yes, I'm jaded. I'm saying Actually, in I just, Dallas, I like a crazy fire edit to that. I didn't send it to you. You should. You sound like you jaded. In Dallas, he was the second option to Luca, and he complained that he didn't get 
that they didn't run enough plays for him. In Boston, you're the third wheel behind Jason and Jalen. Whatever, man. So Bucks one, Celtics two, Miami three, Cleveland four, Philadelphia five. My surprise team, the Indiana Pacers six, New York seven, Toronto eight. Now, this is you right here talking about Chris Staffs. Come on. Nope. You jaded, my brother. Gotta let it go. The year, the I, white boy year, you put your faith in two white Europeans. See what happens when black people put their faith in Europeans. Okay. I just come on. I, I just know Chris Staffs was complaining to Rick Carlisle because he didn't think that all he was getting enough plays run through him, and he was the number two option behind Luca. He's number three. He's number three right now, and he's being asked to carry the defensive load with Al Horford and protecting the paint. All right, man. You got to let, let that hurt go. All right, man. All right, talk to me in March. Talk to me in April. Let that, listen, let that hurt go. Luka got help. Kyrie came back. I'm not – this isn't – I'm just saying I, I've watched the season of Chris Stapps, Porzingis. Good luck. That's, that's hate. Listen, in the East, I, will, I agree with you on that rankings. I would say one team that – I'm very curious on is the New York Knicks. I need to see where they where they kind of fall because I think with the the how the the tables are turning in the East, I think the the Knicks are either going to be very good or a three pack of ass. I'm going with the three pack of ass. For me, I I think that for me it's the Pacers. Like they we we working with Rick Carlisle working with some in Indiana and then Toronto. Like do you? Are you good enough to make the playoffs, or are we talking about two months trading OG and Anobi and Pascal and some other parts to start this rebuild? Because I feel like Toronto can't make up their mind. Like they're in the Dame trade talks. Okay, so you think you're a contender, but the past couple of years you've barely made or you've missed the playoffs altogether. So I'm very intrigued to see how the sorry Kyle, how the Raptors unfold. Chicago, y'all got 25 games. Yeah, don't we don't even. Chicago, Orlando, Detroit. Y'all got 25 games before I say blow it up. You got 10. Not 10 is too. Not enough. Uh, speaking of basketball, let's shift over to the WNBA. My brother, I'm going to let you do an ISO. Give the people your latest reactions from the WNBA playoffs. Seems like the finals are set, right? Liberty and Aces, we here, just like, just like we said. Yeah, so Liberty, that starts on Sunday. Um, for those of you who didn't watch the, um, sorry, biggest brain fart ever. The aces swept Dallas. I was really shocked by that. Asia really just dominated. I thought Dallas would use their bigs to kind of beat Asia up. Nothing worked. So Dallas has been on a break for a while. Uh, the Liberty Connecticut took the Liberty to four games. A little shocked by that. I thought, I thought it would be, I thought it'd go to five. No, those were tough games. Like the the Aces Wings games were really easy. Like the Aces dominated game three. The Wings were up, and I was like, okay, the Wings are going to win at home. And then Vegas said, no, no, no. And we, I think they went on like a seventeen zero run in the last three minutes to send them home. Like that's that's championship stuff. So the final starts Sunday. Games are Sundays and Wednesdays. And I think if there's a game five, it's on a yeah, it's Sunday Wednesday. And I think if there's a game five, that's on a Friday night. I don't think I think it's going to go five. Aces have home court advantage. I'm going to pick aces in five. I will say 
the X factor for this series. It's not going to be Sabrina Ionescu and it's not hate, but it's going to be Benajelani. Benajelani from New York. She came up big time in games two and three. She can guard four positions. She hits the three. She covers up a lot of defensive deficiencies. Or if Stewie needs to take a break and Stewie, you know, like Stewie, she plays both ends. But like if Stewie, you don't want Stewie Garden. I'm trying to think Chelsea Gray. You can put Benajelani on Chelsea Gray to kind of give Stewie a break. And you can put Stewie like on Kelsey Plum or Stewie needs to go guard Asia, which Stewie can. She can go do that. For me, it's about three-point shooting for the Aces. Can the Aces, can Kelsey and Jackie Young outshoot Sabrina Unescu? If they can, they'll win. If they can't, they won't. And that's pretty – Asia and Stu are going to cancel each other out. They're superstars. Sabrina and Benaja, who can outscore between Chelsea, Jackie, and Jackie Young, Chelsea Gray, and Kelsey Plum need to outscore Sabrina Vandersloot. Laney. I think they can if they're hitting their threes. This is not going to be a series. If though if Vegas is hitting their threes, that's a wrap. Like you can pack this up in three. But if they're not, and New York has shown they can defend the perimeter really well against Vegas, I think it's going to go five. And game like game five is going to be a battle. And game five is going to be in Vegas. So games one and two are in Vegas, three, four, New York. And if there's a game five, it's in Vegas. Mm. All right. Well, shout out to the Aces and shout out to Liberty. I am going to go Liberty in five. I, I think mean, New York stand the fuck up. What's up? This I'll say this. If New York wins the series, like if you can go on FanDuel right now and if there is uh, I wonder what the odds are for Sabrina to win MVP because if they win this series, she's going to shoot the lights out. Like she's going to we're talking like Steph Curry kind of stuff. So if you want to put some money on Sabrina winning finals MVP, how much is that on DraftKings? That's, that's yeah, some can someone look up the it's got to be like plus 600 because Asia and Stu are going to be minus. And then, yeah, Sabrina might be your third option. No, Chelsea Gray because Chelsea won it last year. So the odds are going to be Asia, Stewie, Chelsea. And then you're probably going to see like Kelsey Plum, Sabrina in that next tier. It's probably I, I, I get plus 600 is my guess. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to see if I can finals. Let's but yes, Bam, I'm with you. I hope the Aces win. I hope Asia wins finals MVP because that's the last trophy that's not in her case is finals MVP. That's it. So currently, Asia is the favorite to win it. Yep. Stewie is plus 280. Yep. Sabrina Inescu is plus 1,000. Okay. So I was way off. $10 if, for her to win. Get you 100. 100 and yeah, 100. So. Don't know if I'd do that. Well, maybe I'd do that. I mean, it's if they win, Sabrina's averaging 25 and she's hitting six threes a game. Because that's how they've beaten Vegas this year. It's, Sabrina's been the X factor. My only question is, yo, WNBA, why are you putting your best product on days when the country is watching NFL football? Kyle, I just actually, asked that question in the chat, and I don't know why, man. If you're the WNBA. On Tuesdays? And Fridays, Tuesday, Friday, because Saturday's college football. Like you start the finals on Tuesday and you play every Tuesday and Friday. It gives three days of rest. And then so game one would be in Vegas on Tuesday. Game two would be on Friday in Vegas. You yeah. got five days to travel to New York. Game three is on Tuesday. Game four is on Friday. And you get to travel back five more days to travel to Vegas. I don't yeah. know, man. I don't like it. Maybe there's some baseball, playoff baseball. I don't, I, yeah, maybe, but 
if you're the WNBA, I would I would challenge baseball. I can't, I don't go against the NFL. I don't go against college football, but I'll challenge baseball. I would too. Um, speaking of baseball, if you can't see behind us, late uh, behind me, ladies and gentlemen, we do have playoff baseball. Let's go. Danny, I'm not the biggest baseball big baseball head. I don't take you as one either. Nope. But I wanted to I wanted to read the MLB playoff field, and let's just pick. Let's just pick a World Series matchup based on who the fuck knows. All right, let's do it. Let me let me look at right. the bracket. Uh, I'm trying to find the bracket, my damn self. Here we go. Um, oh wow. So it looks like Atlanta, the Dodgers, Houston, and the Orioles are on a bye right now. Behind you is Marlins and Phillies. The winner of that will face Atlanta, and then the Diamondbacks and the Brewers would face the Dodgers. On the other side, uh, the Rangers play the Rays. The winner of that series plays Baltimore. Uh, the Blue Jays and the Twins are, will play, and the winner of that plays Houston. Um, you go first. I'm still thinking. Listen. <clears throat> now, let me tell you about bullpens, ERAs, IPAs, WWEs, <laughs> and DNAs. And after I've explained all these metrics to you, my World Series matchup, um, I have the Braves versus the Orioles. Okay. The Braves versus the Orioles. The Braves have been really, really good. Well, actually, yes. I, got, hmm. I have – no, the Braves versus the Orioles. I, I like it. The Braves versus the Orioles are the two best teams. The best team from the a uh, ALCS, best teams from the NLCS. Uh, I think the Braves, I think they won the most games this year. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was Baltimore. Um, but I will I will say this. So my I'm sticking with my matchup. Braves versus Baltimore. Okay. But two honorable mentions, one from each, one from each conference. I'm with Gladys. Watch out for the Phillies, Bryce Harper. If they get if the bats get hot again, they mm -hmm. can make a if they can make a run to the World Series. And then from the ALCS, maybe watch out for the Minnesota Twins. I think Minnesota is hurting because PJ Fleck don't know what the fuck he's doing at Minnesota, and Kirk Cousins might get ran out of the building. I think the Twins give the city of Minneapolis something to cheer about. Potentially, so watch out for him. Um, one thing I've learned is it doesn't matter how much they cheat, they find a way on top. So I'm going Houston Phillies in the World Series. I would love to say Houston Atlanta, but Atlanta baseball is cursed. So give me Phillies Houston. Didn't they just win the World Series last year? Who? The Braves. Did they? Brother, they did. I believe yeah, they, they did. did. They did. They did. So. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about some they cursed. They're the reigning champions and the number one seed. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't watch baseball. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if we, we, we <laughs> refer to the beginning of this section, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We don't about. know what the fuck we're talking uh, I'll go That's with the Phillies. Funny. That's funny. Yeah. That is hilarious. Someone, Someone's uh, like, you know what? I'm not listening to this ever again. Yeah, bro, I promise you. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Um, listen, um, Talking a little college football, uh, 
Colorado versus USC, Southern Cal. Yes. Started off ugly, very ugly. So mm -hmm. ugly, I was like, this has got to be racist. This has got to be racist. There's got to be some. I was literally searching for racist ways to say Lincoln Riley does not like black people. Yes. Like the, the way I was looking at my camera, the way Kanye looked at the camera when he told, you know, same thing. But, but I will say this. I learned more from Colorado that game than I did Southern Cal. Yes. Well, I, I learned a lot about both. I'll say I'll learn, I learned equal from both. Yo, Southern Cal, wrap it up, dog. I swear to God, as soon as y'all play somebody that's competent on defense and maybe even in the same ballpark offensively, y'all are going to get ran out the building again. This is going to happen. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know, if you come from the Mike Leach coaching tree, they don't believe in defense. Nope. Well, Take me to the last time Mike Leach won a national championship. So here are USC's next three games. They're at home against Arizona, whatever, at Notre Dame, and then they play Utah at home. And then two weeks after that, they play Wait, Washington. Wait, Salt Lake City? No, Utah is in Southern Cal. And then two weeks after that, they play Washington and Oregon in back-to-back -back weeks. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure out something. We're going to figure out something. Dion. I that game against Southern Cal let me know one thing about Coach Prime and his team. When they get an offensive line that can block, a defensive line that can get after the quarterback, and a few more offensive dogs, Colorado's going to soon become one of the better teams. Dion, you need to go to the Midwest and get some of those boys that may you may question if they use a hard ER. Those are oh, your we offensive here? linemen. Okay, because I'm here. Listen, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Now, take. I'm going to take a step back from college football. Brian Dayball. Hilarious. Listen, Brian Dayball, Frank Wright, a um, few other coaches out here. Brian Dayball, Frank Wright, and Zach Taylor. Y'all are the three I'm, I want to talk to. Please come to the front, forefront. I'd like to talk. This is all I'm going to say. There's not enough questionable racists guarding your quarterback. What do you mean when you say that? Yes. You need them good old boys. The the the, the pull up at your at the pull the pulling up to the spot in the pickup trunk banging the I mean letting the try this in my small town. Them guys. Yes. The 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 fishermen's during the during the the summers. Them brothers. Overall, showing up to games in overalls, them brothers, brothers that start sentences with you people, those are the ones that need to be protecting your quarterback. The ones getting after your quarterback, they need to come from lower income families, maybe, maybe in a city environment. Maybe oh, now, now, that's what now you're talking like, Dion. Maybe from a broken home, maybe, maybe, maybe they're missing a family member. Why? Because they need that toughness to get to the fucking quarterback by any means necessary. Jesus. You think I'm lying? Look at some of the best. Aiden Hutchinson. Look at some of the best. Aiden Hutchinson seemed to come from a great home, and he's one of the best pass rushers. He white. The standard different. I'm talking about. Listen, stop it. You need to go find a, a little bit more urban in your in in your defensive line, a little more rural in your offensive line. Listen, bam. For he your sound, skill he, position players, you need you you need you need to go. Go find basketball. Go find hybrid athletes. Basketball players that play football. Football players that also run track. 
Those are your best skill position players because they're shifty. That's all I'm saying. Whatever football product the Giants, the Bengals, and uh, the Panthers are putting out there, it's not good. So I hear y'all in the comments. Wow. Bam said I sound like Uncle Ruckus. But we need more Richie Incognitos in the league protecting our quarterbacks. Oh. You need the nastiness. Why, why don't Why don't you just go straight to Aaron Hernandez? No, we don't need those types. We do not. Okay, when I say gritty and dogs, I don't mean them. We we don't we don't need we don't need the Aaron Hernandez types. Although no, we don't need the or, or we don't need the Aaron Hernandez types. No, we no, no. We need the Pouncy Brothers. Yes, more Pouncy Brothers, more more Richie Incognitos. We need we need. We need more Vontez Burfics. We need oh. more dogs. Oh. We need more CTE. See, y'all don't want to listen. Y'all want CTE? <laughs> listen, what future say? You want to cry in that in that Bentley or that Nissan? Y'all want to cry with a ring? You know, I ain't going to finish up after that. I ain't going to finish up after that. Last thing I'm saying about the NFL. While some of these coaches, I'm asking y'all to reevaluate your personnel and where you're finding them. The league as a whole, I'm going to need y'all to do one thing. Stop clout chasing Taylor Swift. I don't know who this white woman is. I don't care what she wrote. She ain't wrote a damn thing for Beyonce. She ain't wrote a damn thing for Mike. She ain't wrote a damn thing for Prince. She ain't wrote nothing for Earth, Wind, and Fire. She ain't wrote nothing for Rihanna. Listen, she ain't beat nobody in coverage. She has never taken the top of the defense. She does not know how to beat man coverage. She doesn't know how to read motherfucking coverage. Oh, Stop she, showing she her. She know how to beat man coverage. Hold on now. <laughs> not unless it's a double team. She does not know how to. <laughs> we need to stop. NFL. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Y'all didn't show Isaiah Pacheco's touchdown dance because y'all showed me rich white people celebrating the touchdown. Most of them didn't even watch the damn time. Stop it. I get it. The jersey sales are going up. Cool. Keep that on social media. But during during my seven hours of commercial-free football, I don't want to see no Taylor Dog. Swift. I'm Chris tired Collinsworth was so moist Sunday night talking about oh, Taylor man. Swift. Chris Collinsworth, you... Brother, I know your pants was. Just, I know you were just over there erect the whole time talking about her. He couldn't believe he couldn't, it. Couldn't he believe couldn't it. believe he was breathing the same air as Taylor Swift. I know. Chris Collinsworth, do me a favor. Go look at Travis Kelsey's last ex and some of the a- assets she had on her. Mike, she was a model Mike. and a fitness instructor. She had assets. Completely random. Oh, yeah, stop it. Completely random. But I was thinking about Mike Tirico. Do you know Mike Tirico does not think he's black. He thinks he's Italian. Listen, <laughs> your, name could, your name could be Mike Tarico or Micah Terrashawn. You are black. Mike Bambino doesn't matter. Mike Tarico, take your ass to Italy and tell me how they look at you. I watch Sopranos. Tony, Tony, Tony Stark. I mean, not Tony Stark. Tony Soprano passed out looking at a box of Uncle Ben's rice. Please, Mike Tarico, take your ass to Italy and tell me if they don't look at you any differently. Now. Please also let me know how Italy is because I will be visiting next next May for my birthday. But at least I know they don't like me. Mike Trico, what the fuck? Yes, Mike, Mike um, Trico once said that he wasn't sure if he's black. He thinks he is an Italian guy from Queens. 
Bam said Babe Ruth was black. I heard the same thing about Beethoven. Um, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle said, if you're the NFL, you can't blame them. How many stupid marketing tricks they have tried to pull that didn't do squat? You right. Sleeper, if you ever replace Travis Kelsey's face with Taylor Swift, I'm going to let you know I'm nuking every league. Nah, turn that up. That was hilarious. Nah, that, was was hilarious. Nah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. It was what I was in there. I was like, what the fuck is this white bitch doing in my fucking sleep app? ESPN, you try that shit, it's up. Yeah. ESPN, your app is not good enough to do something like that. Yeah. And shame on anyone out here who still thinks that Sleeper is not the superior app to ESPN. That's so um, all right, last couple things. Um, Zach Wilson took complete responsibility for the loss to the Chiefs uh Sunday night. Do you think this growth is a big deal or no deal? I mean, who cares? They okay. ask. See. He's Zach but Wilson, that's that's not the you first damned time. Damned if you do, and you damned if you don't. So here's the, here's the thing about Zach Wilson. This, he this, killed them when, when he did this, this, this isn't the first time he's taken responsibility for a loss, right? He's gone to the podium multiple times, like, yeah, this one's on me. So, but okay, did you watch man. this one though? No, I don't watch. I watched. I watched the press conference. This one was sincere. My man, my brother was standing at that podium, sick as hell, sick as hell. Because you know what he kept saying? We would have won. Like he basically said, yeah, we would have had a way better chance to win that game. Like, he basically said, yeah, we would have won the game had I not fumbled. fumbled a snap. Yes, you are correct. And yeah, he was up there sick as hell, saying, "Yo, when the defense plays like that, and we're making plays on offense like like we did." You that's not what we do. And you know what? When I heard that, I said, you know what? Zach, you might fuck around and win this locker room just off of grit and well, guess hard what? work. They have the Broncos on Sunday, so which is great because I have to start Zach Wilson in fantasy. So here we go. Uh, reports say that Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers is above ahead of his rehab time rogers keep on fucking okay. around fuck around fuck around and find out fuck around and Yo. find out you are not cam Akers. i'm telling you that's bam what they tell them that's what they tell them bam bam in the chat's talking about how um he called travis kelsey fires a boy which is hilarious because the owner of the jets is the heir to the johnson and johnson fortune so the man that cut your Woody checks, johnson oh yes the man who cuts the checks for the Jets, aka Aaron Rodgers' salary, his company produced a vaccine for their, during the pandemic. Just thought that. What was the funny. hell did Rodney Harrison say? So that's what I've been hearing. I I don't think I heard exactly what he what he said. I didn't hear exactly what he. I think he tried to bait Chris Jones into agreeing that Zach Wilson was garbage, and and Chris Jones wouldn't do it. No, oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't do it either. Why? Wow, it's too easy. You think I'm gonna give them? You think I'm gonna give the Broncos something to have to have to deal with the next week? Nah. Yeah, uh, that's unfortunate. But I would say this: Rodney Harrison has spoken his his mind a lot on a lot of players. So I don't. Oh, he on his way out. You think so? Yeah, the NBA Sunday Night Football can't can't have but too many black people. You got Tony, you got Rodney, and now you got Mike Italian Tarico and Maria. You can you can and Maria. And Maria someone can go. Go ahead now. No, we stop blessing after pregnant married women. Come on, man. Have some shit. She married? Kyle said yes. that it was uh like watching tape on Wilson. Did you guys laugh? And then <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a funny question. No, that's funny. He shouldn't have to apologize for being first off. Rodney that. Harrison 
you messy ass asking that question. Last thing. Edge is in AEW. Jade Cargill is in WWE. LA Knight is teaming up with John Cena to take on the bloodline. Jay yep. Uso's teaming up with main uh Jay Uso's teaming up with Cody Rhodes to take on Judgment Day for the tag team championships. Shinsuke yep. versus Seth in a last man standing for the World Heavyweight Championship. And I don't know where the fuck Roman Reigns is. He's basically saying, I'm too good for this shit right now. Yep. Thoughts, thoughts on the landscape of pro wrestling. We are getting WrestleMania level storylines and matches in October. This is this is like Survivor Series on the way. Huh? Survivor Series on the way. Yeah, that's true. I was like, we're at like, I can't wait to see Jay. I don't. I'm afraid they're going to put Jade against uh, Rhea Ripley from the jump. Well, she's going to be on SmackDown. So who do you just don't feed her to Becky Lynch? So this is what I think. She's going to be on SmackDown because you can't put her on Raw with Rhea. So you have to put her on SmackDown. But then you look at the the women's division on on SmackDown. Bailey, not ba- you got, well, Bailey, Charlotte, yeah, uh, yeah, Oscar, Shotzi, who is the champion, and then yep. um, Bianca Belair, I believe, when she's healthy. So here's the thing: this is going to happen. Charlotte's going to beat Shotzi. It's a triple threat match. Get... Wait, what? Char- so it was Charlotte versus Shotzi, but then Bailey got to talking and said, "Oh, well, we could you could add another person to it." And then that's when Oscar got at it. So it's a triple threat. Oh, okay. Either way, Charlotte's going to win because for some reason, Charlotte can't get her own storyline unless it's revolved around the belt in some form or fashion. And then Jade needs to come in. Dog, the aesthetic of Jade beating Charlotte ass for 30 minutes. Sign me up. Sign me up. I actually think they're going to have either Asuka win the belt back or Shotzi keep the belt and Jade challenge it. Okay, so Jade's going to win that Survivor Series from one of those. And I also think at Survivor Series, we may, in a strange distant world, we may be trending to either a bloodline reunion or yes, oh yes, or the most random. If we get a bloodline reunion, I think either way, whether it's a bloodline reunion or what I'm about to say, these matches are going to be contested in war games. So have that in context when I say what I'm about to say. Okay. I think we're either going to have a bloodline reunion or the most random mashup of fucking Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, um, Jay Uso, and Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes, LA Knight. And John Cena versus no no no, I think it's gonna here's what I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be if it's not a bloodline reunion, I think it's gonna be um fucking Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes, and then Kevin and Sammy versus fucking the Judgment Day, and then I think the second match would be Roman Jimmy Solo versus. John Cena and AJ Styles' crew. I I'm gonna say Cody and Jay win the tag team titles. They hold them until the rumble. Jay turns on Cody. Remember the whole finish the story foolishness? Jay turns on Cody, drops the belt, rejoins the butt line, and then we can get Cody Roman rematch at WrestleMania, finish the story, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Listen, I don't think they're. Listen, I think someone has to tell. Someone has going to have to show Vince that they can take the belt from Roman 
and carry it. I don't know. Cody. You don't think Cody can? I think Cody. Listen, maybe maybe, maybe it's because I'm I'm a fan of Roman. I think Shinsuke is going to beat Seth to set up Shinsuke versus Cody. I think Cody will win the World Heavyweight Championship belt before. I don't want to see Shinsuke with the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth, but again, Seth has Seth has had stories that doesn't revolve around the belt. So Seth can survive without the belt, unlike Charlotte. Charlotte without the belt is on vacation. Rhea Ripley, good God, put it on me. She said, if you don't win the belt, don't come home to me. Oh, Dom was so heartbroken. I'll be there. It's crazy because Rhea's engaged to another man in real life. I know he hurting. When I saw that man, I said, oh, yeah, she 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 looked like, yeah. Then Well, then I started looking at more of her posts, and she was posting like mad heavy heavy metal and rock stuff. And I was like, oh, she is Australian, isn't she? Yeah, no, nah, yeah. they don't like black people over there. No, let me not say that. Yes, they do. Actually, I don't know. I don't plan on going to Australia. Bam, I'm with you. Rhea's the only reason I watched you. Danny, what a hell of a show. What a funny show. A lot of interesting things were discussed. A lot of interesting things. I enjoyed it. Um, Listen, people, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with us. You know, where's my shit at? You were here with us tonight. I got to play this because of my boy. Let him, so you let, let that shit go. Listen, you could have been anywhere in the world. But you, you was here with us, and we can't do nothing but appreciate it. Make sure you follow the pod at speakonit underscore pod on Twitter, on Instagram, on IG. Make sure you uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube at Los Demix. Dan, let me tell you something. I'm gonna pause this. Last night, so I've been working on my first official like set list for like. Mm-hmm. My, DJ and stuff. And last night I like redid, I tried this setup that I had been working on when I went to LA last time. Uh-huh. And it didn't sound bad. I we're streets waiting. Didn't sound bad. It's funny. I be I be recording all these like little mixes and I usually just put them on SoundCloud as like private links. I might send you one of them. Yes, I would love to hear it. I think we're gonna, it's just gonna be one. One tracker, one show is just going to be you spinning. Maybe. Maybe we could do that. Streets need it. Listen. Thank you, guys. Danny, let the people know where to find you. Find me on the Burn app, Danny Ocean 41 Like D said, follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, speak on an underscore pod, TikTok as well. I posted the poll earlier in the show. So far, everyone has agreed with me that Donovan McNabb is better than Eli. Oh, Bandy. trust me. Wait till I get some real football analysts in here. Okay, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back next week and see what the people have said. Bam, if it's if it's trash, you deserve to boo. You deserve to boo. I'm going to get better at Damn. this. I'm going to get better at this. DJing is not easy, but it's also, it's just not easy. Very you got it. I believe a lot in of, you. A lot, of, a lot of practice. Listen. Um, that's it. got to let that hurt go, my week. boy. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, Never. if you are delusional and still think that Donovan McNabb is actually a good quarterback, better than a Go two-time ahead. Super Bowl and two-time Super Bowl champion. Stop playing, just like my man said right here. You're hurting and hell. you jaded, and you don't want to admit right. it because I know it's tough to to, to admit a, a division rival had a better quarterback. But trust me, you asked five. You asked five votes. Who play quarterback? Ask them to evaluate Eli versus Donovan McNabb. They would laugh. Donovan McNabb. They would laugh his name right out of the conversation. 
I disagree. Put Donovan McNabb's name in that conversation with like Sam Bradford. That's where it deserves. Oh, whoa. Now, bye, y'all. Be blessed. Stop you know, playing. Y'all be easy, man. This motherfucker said. <laughs>